Welcome to the Puff Lounge, the show that dives into the struggles and experiences of Mexican-American women. We're your hosts, Ellie and Dulce. And today we're talking about American society norms and how they're different from what we experienced growing up in a more conservative Mexican household. So I'm excited about this topic because growing up, I feel like um, all the people around me had really different experiences as far as, you know, the conservative and the strictness of my household. Uh, growing up Mexican, obviously, um, my mom was very strict uh, coming from a different country. You know, we came from Mexico and I just feel like things are very different. And coming here to the United States where everything is a little bit more free, more acceptable, Um there's just really different and unique experiences. Yeah. Um, whenever I was in high school, uh, like I would see like all the other kids that were like that base that basically like weren't from like a Latino background, like them going out like with like hanging out at like as friends, like big groups, like going to like other like I don't even know how I'm trying to say this, like publicly, like they're trying, like they go out a lot. And then a lot of them, like, especially like with our school, like a lot of them traveled internationally to other countries and in a Mexican household, that would just be like, a no, a no, like, like how absolutely you, not. How are you going to go on vacation without your family? Yeah. What is this blasphemy? Yes. And like, even if it was like through the school, cause a lot of them do that, did that through the school. Like, um, like, one of them, I think one of them had gone to, like, I want to say, like, Greece. Yeah, so um, Ellie and I went to an international high school and so and middle school. Mm-hmm. And so they did have trips out of um, the country that were field trips. And I feel like that's unique to that school mm-hmm. because it is international. I feel like other schools didn't have that. So I feel like we needed to kind of yeah um, explain, explain that, that a little <laughs> some people may be like what a field trip to Greece yeah but yeah so we did have a I want to say one mm-hmm. a year a field trip to out of the country yeah and then and then like I, there were some there was like quite a few people that I knew from my class that went but not like most of them or if not majority of them like weren't from like a Latino background and it was just like it would like make me think I was just like damn like if I would like ask my mom and my dad that'd be like an absolute no yeah and it was just like and then apart from that <clears throat> excuse me how expensive the yes. trip was because it was not covered by the district you still mm-hmm. had to pay out of pocket yeah so, yeah that was also a big barrier too because okay but to the school that we went to at the same time a lot of them like a lot of the kids come did come from like like more financially stable families right whereas us like our parents definitely struggled financially and it's just like they couldn't like afford everything and it was just like that kind of payment that wasn't like something that they would be able to do either right which like by all means like they did everything like as the best that they could and i'm like appreciative of everything but that's one thing that i like do sometimes like feel left out of i was just like i didn't get to experience something like that you know mm-hmm, for sure yeah yep. uh, talking about like financially struggling to um like the family 
is always like so knit tight in certain aspects when it comes to helping each other out is to like whenever uh like whenever we were moving into like our the our newer house um like we didn't like um we didn't try paying for like movers to like come and help us like move and everything like we rented out like a truck but like the whole family came together rather than like paying for like the movers like we all came together like packed everything up put it in the truck and like moved it back into that like the newer house and it's just like we saved like some money there but it's just like we that's just like you see that everywhere in like in our in any tip in any typical mexican like household right and I think it's funny, it's not just moving, you know, saying, you know, any little thing we can save on. Um, I feel like almost every family has an uncle that does something. Mm-hmm. I think in our case, it's your dad. Yeah. Because he is a maintenance, um, you know, person. He knows so much. So if you need any electrical things done, yeah. if you have like a question about um, the flooring, if your AC goes out, yeah. usually your dad is one that we call. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for y'all, because, you know, you live in a house. I live in an apartment. Yeah. For me, it gets taken care of anyway. Mm-hmm. But for you, it's like, Call a plumber, call an electrician. <laughs> I waste, you know, thousands of dollars yeah. when my dad knows how to do it. Yeah. And then so like he'll come over and he like whenever we moved in, especially because we didn't even have like fans in, like any of the rooms. It was just like the light fixtures and like the rooms get really hot. So then uh, we all kind of wanted fans in our room. So we had gone to like Home Depot and bought some. And my dad had came that same day to install all of them into the rooms and whatnot. And then, two to change some of the light fixtures, too, that my mom wanted to change for, like, the backyard and whatnot. Like, my dad would, like, come and, like, set all of that up. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it does save you a lot of money because you think it'd be a little bit cheap. Well, not cheap. It would be a little affordable yeah. to just have someone come in and put up a fan because how hard can it be? It's not hard. It's just it's a skill set that we don't all have. So right. I get it. You know, people are just trying to make a living. But mm. sometimes it is just ridiculous how much it people is. charge for, you know, the simplest things. Yeah. And why not save if we can? <laughs> Definitely. Like right now. OK, because because. OK, so I live like pretty far from my job, too. And like I'm driving like 80 miles each day to like go to work and then come back home, mm-hmm. you know. And so then I have to, like, keep changing my oil, like, way too often. I probably, like, have to, like, change it, like, every, like, month and a half. And, like, that cost me, like, almost, like, 80 bucks. So it's just, like, I ain't trying to spend no 80 bucks every month and a half, you know. So I've been trying to, like, research to, like, learn myself how to change, like, my oil and whatnot for my car. My mom was just, like, oh, just take it to your deal. And I'm, like... No, I actually want to learn how to do this, you know. I'm like, by all means, like, I'm super appreciative, like, that we have that in the family. Like, that we all know, like, very, very different things. And we all help each other out in that aspect. But I also do want to learn that for myself, too. Right. You know? Yeah. You don't want to be helpless either. And Yeah. We're very, we're one of those females that just like to know things for themselves because we don't like to necessarily quote-unquote depend Mm -hmm. on the man (laughs) to do it for (laughs) us um 
but it is nice to have it that yeah. if we need it mm-hmm. it's there for us yeah, and another thing that is also super different, you know, in American uh, culture norms as opposed to us Mexican household norms is not being able to attend sleepovers, which is oh. something I struggled with as a kid because in the kind of school that I was, the kind of friends I had, mm-hmm. it was very, very normal for them to have sleepovers almost every weekend. Sometimes yeah. they would even do it during the week mm-hmm. when we were a little bit older, you know. Um, and it was something that was super unheard of, yeah. you know, in, at least in my house in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And my mom was just like, no, mm-hmm. like you're going to sleep over in another house. Absolutely not. Yeah. Like, especially, which I, till this day is so funny to me, especially if they had a brother. Yes. Um, if they have if they had brothers, mm-hmm. forget about it. I know. And if they had a dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I was about to say that one too. Yeah. Like, I was oh, just like, I'm sorry. So just no men in the house. Like, if there's yeah. any any male species in the house, the answer is absolutely the fuck not. Yeah. And so, like, if you wanted to have a sleepover, you better make sure your friend's mom is a single mom. Yep. And it's just you and her. It's just her and her uh, daughter. daughter. Yep. If maybe... A an older sister but even yet it would be mm. like mm, because yeah. you know older kids yeah. no more things uh-huh. so like what about. is she gonna show you exactly like that's when they're gonna start you know talking about i mean you know we were little so yeah. back then it would be what like boyfriend girlfriend stuff uh-huh. like oh my gosh that was such a struggle i remember the yes. very first sleepover i attended i mean I, even yet i was very young i was mm. in fourth grade and the only reason why I was able to attend was because my aunt, one of my aunts, was um, able to convince my mom for me because at the time we lived mm. with her. And I remember asking my mom for weeks on weeks, like, uh, because it was something that was planned so much ahead mm-hmm. because it was a birthday sleepover. Oh, okay. And it was like more than half of the girls in my grade were invited. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where like everybody was talking about all the time. Like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the sleepover. Oh, yeah. Are you going? Are you going? And everybody was like, yeah, of course I'm going to be there. And I'm over here like, um... You have a brother, so I probably won't be able to go. <laughs> um, but, you know, I kept asking my mom for days and days and days. And eventually mm. my aunt, I guess, you know, were here and she was able to convince my mom because, you know, it was going to be like eight of us girls, maybe more. Um, I think the brother at the time wasn't even going to be in the house because it was going to be just a girl's thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it took so many days for my mom to finally say yes. But... Even yet after that, she was pretty cool about it. Yeah. I feel like she got more, you know, comfortable, comfortable with how I guess she saw that maybe things were a little bit different here. And that's how kids hung out, mm-hmm. how kids had fun. And um, I understand, you know, you want to be safe. You don't want something to happen to your daughter, especially when you're not around. Yeah. Um, but I think she saw that the families of the girls I would hang out, hang around with were good people and mm-hmm. After that, I was able to go to basically almost every sleepover. Yeah, yeah, damn. I wasn't able to go to any sleepovers. I didn't. I don't even. You think, never went to one? No, I never had a sleepover. <gasps> the only sleepovers I had was with cousins. Yeah, <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah, with Lulce. What? Yeah, either with you or one of my other cousins from like my mom's side of the family. Right. 
And then even then, I remember the youngest, the one of the youngest cousin in like the circle that I was in, like her mom would like, uh, or like her parents wouldn't let her come. So she, usually she wouldn't be there and it would just be like me and my two other cousins, like whenever, like my other cousin, I would come from like Mexico, especially like during the holidays, that's whenever all four of us would get together. And then, so then we would like, in the end, I would end up staying over there at their place since she wouldn't go over, like all of us would stay there. And, um, isn't that crazy? Like even yeah. within family members, like even if it's cousins, like let's say my mom and her sister's kids want to have a sleepover they will mm. still have a problem with that yes like, like that it's is your such, sister yeah what do you mean yeah and it's just like it, that that was always a struggle and then too like we'd go to each other like have you asked her yet have you asked her yet? i'm like no she she I, she did i don't think she's in a good mood right now like give her like a little bit of more time and then i'll go ask her <laughs> and then what we would do too do you remember we would kind of gang up on them yes so we like, like ask say together if, yes yeah. yeah it's always it was always the two of us and janet uh-huh. and we would always be together and be like please 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 because uh-huh. they may be able to say no to one but three yep that's a little bit harder to do <laughs> and so, if one person runs out of arguments the, the other, other person one will, yeah yep and eventually <laughs> we didn't have to argue our point yeah and we slept over all, all the, the time, time but it was just like you me and janet yeah and that was it <laughs> yeah but those were all those were like some fun nights though always eating like the freaking the salchichas con salimoni valentina oh my gosh guys if you need a snack (laughs) idea please try some cut up weenies Mm -hmm. con valentina y limon you will not regret it for real maybe you might regret it if if your stomach hurts afterwards or your face breaks out the next day yeah my face would be a mess the next day pimples everywhere but would i do it again hell yeah always so good (laughs) of course valentina and limon put the shit on everything (laughs) i have like a big like the big big bottle Mm -hmm. of valentina i have one in my office in my drawer i have a whole snack drawer i have a whole bottle of valentina in there (laughs) (laughs) gotta make sure you have the valentina with the snacks just but yeah, but like too, whenever, um, also when like, okay. Cause like some of my mom's family is still like in Mexico. Right. And so like, they usually come during the holidays. So like Christmas and new year's. And, um, there was one cousin from that part of the family that we used to have sleepovers with that one of my dad's house, um, whenever we'd all get together. Um, but like, since there was like so many of us and like, they usually, um for like the times that they would like come by plane like we'd all squeeze in into cars too mm-hmm. on top of that so like i remember since i was one i'm very small um i was one of the smallest ones whenever i was a kid too so they usually had me sitting on the floor uh with everybody's feet and if there was a cop nearby I would just have to like lower my head down a little bit. That way they wouldn't be able to see me on the floor. Do you remember everybody's policia, policia? I know. And the people on top of you would like squish <laughs> your head down. Like, okay, I could lower my own head. Yes. Talk about oh pinching, pinching pennies. Uh-huh. We would not, we do not rent 
cars. We nope. do not get van taxis when Mm-mm. people come from, you know, out of the country. Yeah. Everybody squeezes into one car, like you said. Yes. People are on each other's laps. Mm-hmm. There are no kids in car seats. I know that is not safe. Please don't do that. <laughs> yes. I think at one point, there was one time where, like, some of us got in the trunk. Oh, I don't I doubt it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anywhere you can fit anybody. And that goes for houses, too. Yes. We do not rent hotels. Nope. We squeeze 30 to 40 people into one room mm-hmm. and you better make it work. <laughs> yes. Oh, like, OK, whenever um, we used to do this quite a few times, like we used to go over to my tia's house for like Christmas. And so like, OK, like just like a quick reference, like. My mom's side of the family is, like, huge. Like, she has, like, 11 brothers and sisters, right? Typical and, Mexican household. Yep. <laughs> and so, you know, there's a whole bunch of kids in the house, too, because they all got at least, like, two, three kids, you know, at the very least. So that house is, like, full. Keep in mind, this is only, like, a three-bedroom house. Okay, so whenever we would all stay there some of us would sleep on the couch. Some of us would sleep on the floor. There'd be air mattresses. There'd be like four people in one bed. Like that house was full, like full, like, but yeah, nobody ever stayed in a hotel though. We, we all slept with each other. And the funny part about that is that here it's more typical, you know, oh, people are coming mm-hmm. out of town. Let's see what hotel is nearby. So we're not yeah. far away. In a Hispanic household, it's almost offensive yeah. if you go to a hotel because it's like, why don't you want to stay in my house? Yeah. And then you're seen as a presumida because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, she got hotel money. Yeah. And she doesn't want to stay with the family. And it's one of those things where like the family will look at you with the side eye because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, why don't you want to stay with the family? Yeah. Why are you spending more money than you like need to? Yeah. So I think that's so funny how like... <laughs> opposites it is you know because i feel like here it's more looked at as um like we don't want our family here like yeah. in the house you uh-huh. know um at least that's how it's portrayed a lot yes definitely. in the media like as far as movies and tv shows mm-hmm. so that's kind of what i'm going off of <laughs> um but yeah like yeah con nosotros los mexicanos you better stay with your family especially if they offer because who are you to say no to somebody offering you their home definitely <laughs> i know and then too okay because whenever we were moving houses too like the house wasn't ready yet so like we kind of had like no place to stay for like a good five six months and like we all kind of like split up but like we all stayed with family like my mom stayed at my tia's house and then two of my sisters stayed at my other sister's house and then i stayed with dulce for like five six months which that time was fun by the way we're gonna have to do a whole episode on the five months that you lived here with us because we have some <laughs> stories <laughs> to tell oh yeah that was, that was a fun time it, it was, was a fun time all oh, that too okay so both of us we didn't really get to experience all like the we didn't have like a whole high school experience or at least on my part like i didn't i never got to go like any parties Keen says nothing like that during my time here, like, I got to kind of, like, get somewhat, like, of that high school experience that I didn't get to have while I was in high school. So I literally would, like, we would party and whatnot, which I never did in high school. Like, the only parties I went to was, like, two quinceañeras, right, which was Dulce, no, no, three. The first one was Dulce's, um, 
which it was more like a little house, house party. party. Mm-hmm. And then one of Dulce's friends for her quinceanera, but I was just like, I was like still like in middle school, so I wouldn't even count that. And then the other one, I was like super little. That was for my cousin. <laughs> so it's just like, I really had like none of that experience. So whenever I came here, like, we got to explore <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Yeah. We got that high school experience here. Yeah. Well, for <laughs> me, I think that was a little different mm-hmm. because um, surprisingly, I mean, now that I look back at it, I always thought my mom was very strict and didn't let me do much. But mm-hmm. when I talk about it, about different things with you, I see that she actually let me do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a freshman, I actually was at 15s nonstop. Mm-hmm. There was times where I would go to two, sometimes even three. In Not exaggerating. Night? In one night. In one night? You know how like now as an adult we bar hop? Yeah. I would quince shop. Quince shop. <laughs> I would quince hop. Literally. What? Me and Natalie. Shout out the homie Natalie. Um, <laughs> we would... Um, and back then it was when people would announce it a lot on Facebook. Yeah. And so we knew where all the quinces were going on. We knew all the addresses, all the mm-hmm. people. And we would literally just get on Facebook and be like, okay, what's going down this weekend? Uh-huh. If we weren't invited to one already. Because yeah. most of the time we would be invited to one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we would literally hop around. Dang. Now that I think about it, how did we do that? Because we had no cart. We were like 14, 15. What the, how so did y'all know, do it? I think we would walk. I don't even remember. Y'all would walk? But it was like... They were close to each other. Oh, I think. okay. I don't even, dude. Now that I think about it, I don't know how we do it, how we did it. But yeah, we would quince shop, quince shop. Oh my goodness, quince. <laughs> we would quince hop, quince hop. Yeah, and I would go to a lot of them. But um, yeah, dude, it was it was crazy. Damn. But I never got crazy. Like there was other people that I would see there, and they would be you know drinking and things like that. I never did that, so I didn't experience that end. Yeah. So that's one thing I did get to do a lot while you were living here. Mm-hmm. But as far as like just attending the party, I I did a lot of yeah. partying as far as 15. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, as a teenager, but as a kid, do you remember all those quinces, weddings that we would get dragged to? Yes. Um, it's so funny because I remember being in elementary and hearing my friends say that they had to stay either with their grandparent or with a babysitter like for the night mm-hmm. because their part their parents were going to be out at a party and they were going to they knew it was going to be out late you know yeah. like past midnight or something mm-hmm. but when you're mexican and you're out or going out to a party with mm-hmm. your parents there is no like bedtime there is no stop hour like they will go and on and on until like 5 a.m and you just better pull two chairs together (laughs) i was about to say that too (laughs) and sleep by a table or under a table Uh until they were ready to go home at the same time that loki kind of like worked out pretty well because that means that we got used to so much noise so now I'm noise doesn't really wake me up no more, which honestly, that kind of sucks at the same time, because <laughs> I don't be hearing my alarm sometimes, to be honest with you. Uh, so, yeah. So there's an upside to it, but there's also a downside to that, though. Yeah. But it's funny how like you'll see newborns. Yes. Sleeping through that DJ uh-huh. blasting cumbias, people yep. screaming, uh, kids 
playing, yelling, yep. balloons popping. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's something that is just just common. It's just like that's yeah, that's normal. That's normal in our culture. Us. But at the same time, it's beautiful, I mm-hmm. think, because when you're in yep. that scene, mm-hmm especially when you're surrounded by family i don't know it just to me it's just like a really nice feeling like everyone's having a good time kids adults the elderly the elderly (laughs) elderly elderly the elderly (laughs) we don't we don't worry exception would be like whenever like it's like a house party there's always one designated room that's for the sleeping baby Mm -hmm. so like they'll have the lights off and the door closed but like you you know they can still hear the music up in there like that music is like blasting everybody's so freaking loud so like even though it's a little quieter it's still loud in there it is and there no there is no baby monitors nope they're being taken care of by whoever walks in because people will still walk in too. like let's say that there's like a bathroom connected to that restroom they're still gonna walk in and go use that restroom so there's always someone watching out on the baby too so so. the little cousin going in to use the restroom you know seven Mm -hmm. years old will come out saying tia the baby's crying he's awake and you're like okay thank you and you go in those are the baby monitors (laughs) our little kids are baby monitors um another thing that's um well i guess this is like also seen like in other cultures but like it's very common in like uh in a mexican like household so like if there's like something going on with like family members and whatnot like it's actually like just like ignored like you know like the problem itself is ignored like nobody like really talks to each other about it they just kind of shove it aside and continue on like nothing happened or whatever and it's just like that also doesn't really help the problem either though because like there's conflict that needs to be resolved and so like there's that constant tension like it probably won't be as intense like months or years later on that they won't talk about it but you still have that tension in between even though it's not as strong but it's just like we have this tendency of like sweeping things under the rug and just leaving it as it is and mm-hmm. that's also like not the best thing that we do but i mean you know every every culture has like it's like pros and cons it's just like that makes it its culture mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like um from what you hear luckily i don't think we've experienced this in our own family but um it's one of those things that come up a lot in funerals. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when the grandparent passes and all of a sudden all the kids are here fighting over like things that happened 20, 30 years ago, as opposed to like everybody just coming together and grieving mm-hmm. together and supporting one another. It's more of a heat fight. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, why didn't you talk about this 20 years later? Yeah. Why are you talking about this on mom's grave? Right. You know, or on grandma's grave. Mm hmm. And that's something I hear a lot about. I think that's something that we've been blessed with because I feel like we're overall we're in, we were raised by a very loving family. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, the way we're connected, yeah, <laughs> the way we connect, it's um, <laughs> so my mom and Ellie's dad are brother and sister, mm-hmm. and so I feel like we were raised a lot alike, obviously. Yeah um and i mean like not to mention we kind of did live together when we were little for like how many years i think only like two 
Oh, it was only two? Mm-hmm. Oh. Or maybe even less. I think it's because, okay, because then two on top of that, when every single time we would go to my dad's house, you would always come with us too. Yeah. A lot of the time. It felt like we lived together for years and years because we spent literally the whole summer together. Oh, that too. Like two full months together. Uh-huh. Um, oh, those were fun times yeah. at my dad's house. <laughs> they were so much fun. And like spring break, mm-hmm. we would go to your dad's house or your mom's house or whoever's house it was that yeah. week. Um, or we would spend the night on the weekends. Like mm-hmm. we were always together. So it. It felt like yeah. we grew up together. Technically, we kind of did, yeah. yeah. In some aspect. Yeah. And a lot for sure. And I feel like that only happened because we were cousins. Had we been friends, that would not have been the case. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Because just like how we talked about the sleepovers and how mm-hmm. we weren't able to go to other people's houses, that also was true for just going out. Yeah. Like to the movies, to... I don't know. What, we, what were we doing when we were little? To the movies... Yeah, we used to go out to the movies. Yeah. Or to the Roller mall. Roller skating to the mall. Like, just anything. Oh, I never went to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> that was everybody's hangout like, spot. Oh, my goodness. Everybody that was, was like, the spot. Oh, we're going to go to the mall. It was always Memorial City Mall, bro. Memorial City Mall with yep. the Apple Store. You yes. know we had to get the pictures. I still have so <laughs> many pictures with so many people mm. in that damn store. I only went into that store, like, one time really? in my life. I, was just- I feel like in that instance, you and I had very different experiences definitely like i was very sheltered in a way from like not i mean sheltered too but like i was so closed off from so many experiences then Mm -hmm. but yeah and i um that is actually going to be a whole other episode that we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. different experiences we had you know ellie's the youngest yeah out of four daughters Mm -hmm. i'm an only child and so I feel like that plays a lot into mm-hmm. our experiences because I feel like you were closed off because of yeah, like, sibling stuff. Yeah. And for me, it was just me. So mm-hmm. luckily, my mom was very trusting of me because mm-hmm. I gave her something to trust. You know, I never got into anything bad or anything. But even yet so, mm-hmm. when I would be going out, she would always, I mean, you know, those Mexican moms. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be con quién vas? Yes. Quiénes son? Mm-hmm. A qué horas vas a ir? A qué horas vas a regresar? Qué van a hacer? Quién mm-hmm. más va a estar ahí? Mm-hmm. Cómo son sus papás? Yep. Um, she would go as far as to talk to almost every parent of the people I went out with. Yeah. I remember I wanted to go out with this one girl one time and it wasn't even like a date like oh you're dating a boy like I need to meet his parents I need to meet him like no I was just going with a friend who was a girl and I remember we just wanted to go to the mall like something Mm -hmm. simple and she was like not unless I talk to her mom damn and I remember being like like that's you know when you're a teenager that's so embarrassing yeah but luckily that girl her mom was exactly the same way (laughs) so we were like perfect you know so Uh we got them on the phone they got to talking i don't even know what they were talking about and then finally they're like okay you can go so like they have to approve Mm -hmm. of the family members yeah around this friend before you're able to go out with them yeah like what in the strict (laughs) hell is that i never got to experience that part on my end but like i saw it a lot with my sisters like, whenever they used to, like, go out, they'd ask my mom, and she'd be asking, like, all these freaking questions. Yeah. And she ended up meeting some of, like, their friends and, like, their parents, too. And 
there was points where like okay like my mom would have to like go pick them up from like the parties and whatnot but she'd like be nearby like a whole hour or two before like my sisters would leave and i'd be dragged into this so (laughs) i'd be like in the car waiting with my mom over here trying to like use like so you experienced the craziness. I experienced but one-on-one the- with a parent. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, bruh, I want to be in my room. Like, I could be going through, like, Tumblr or some shit because that was, like, the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I used to love Tumblr, like, in middle school, making, Tumblr? like, your whole blog and shit. Yes. When, yes. Um, I think that's when GIF started. Yeah. Yeah. And memes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Good times. Good times. Definitely good times. During the the swag era yes everybody wanted to be swagged out remember those memes who needs good grades when you have swag yes Uh uh-huh i forgot where i was going with this Um, oh that i got to experience like one side of it like i didn't get like i didn't get asked those questions but like i would see my sisters get like asked all these questions and then on top of that too if they wanted to go out they already knew they would start cleaning the house before (laughs) they even thought of asking like you gotta clean the house that's it like if you want to leave the house you gotta clean there's a whole procedure to going out Mm -hmm. as a mexican yeah you do have to clean you have to make sure your room is tidy Mm -hmm. before you even leave because how the heck are you gonna go out and have fun if your room is a mess yes so whenever i was like whenever you like whenever i would see like my sisters like cleaning one out i was just like where are you going out tonight (laughs) going out with for sure yeah Yeah. and then if your room had already been cleaned Mm -hmm. and you still had time you better get to the kitchen and wash those dishes or um sweep and mop that floor yeah something because you're not gonna go without paying your debt yep oh too the other day we were at my house and i was like about to leave uh, was whenever we were gonna go to target Mm -hmm. and i was about to leave i'm like hold up i gotta go wash like five dishes So even till this day, trauma. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just wash the dishes before you leave. And I was just like, okay, it's like fine, but okay. Yes. And also we could, we, it's almost like we weren't able to have fun two mm-hmm. days in a row. Yeah. Like if I had gone oh, out. no, wait. Like if I had gone out Friday night mm-hmm. and I asked to go out again Saturday night. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Ya saliste, ya saliste ayer. Para que quieres volver a salir. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know my, my entertainment and fun was limited uh-huh. to one day a month. Right. Or one day a week or whatever, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. But if you had already gone out the previous day, more than likely you better forget about it. Because yep. why are you going out two days in a row? Yeah. <laughs> so like if you got invited to like two different places on the same weekend, you had to choose. Which one do you want to go to? Do you want to go to the movies or do you want to go to the quince? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yep. I will never understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, let me not say that. Yeah. I am now a Mexican mom. Um, so I probably will be like that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's going to be a little different for me because I do have a boy. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. We didn't experience having brothers. Yeah. Because, like I said, I am an only child. Mm-hmm. Ellie comes from four different sisters. Yep. Um, but one thing we hear all the time, and like even stories from our parents, mm-hmm is the total difference in how boys are raised 
and women are raised in Mexican households. Mm -hmm. Like men, you know, the guys can go out and do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Almost, almost no limitations. Right. But as soon as the daughter wants to do it, oh, it's a big problem. Yep. Because you better stay home and take care of the household. Yep. That is one bogus ass idea. It is. And on top of that, we usually ended up having, well, they ended up having like curfews and stuff. Whereas the boys were like, just stay out. Yeah. Whenever. Like that's, that's wild. And I'm, that's one thing I do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm grateful that I didn't have to experience mm-hmm. because even my mom was talking about this the other day, how one day she had to go off on her mom, you know, mm-hmm. our grandma, because she would get, my grandma would get on my mom's ass about having to fold, about doing and folding all of her brother's laundry. Oh, what the fuck? For yeah. Real? So like, um. They come from a family of five kids. There's three boys and two girls. Mm-hmm. And it a lot of the responsibilities landed on my mom. And um, my mom is very much so like us. She has the, you know, mentality of there's no gender roles. Mm-hmm. Everybody should know how to clean. Everybody should know how to cook. Everybody should do their own laundry, mm-hmm. you know. And um, yeah, she had to basically like, quote unquote, put my grandma in her place one day because my she was treating my mom like her brother's maid servant Uh maid yeah and um luckily her dad backed her up and he was like Mm -hmm. yeah like what are you doing Mm -hmm. these grown-ass men yeah should be folding their own laundry Mm -hmm. but yeah that's one thing in mexican household that i would never understand Mm -hmm. that the sisters have to be in the kitchen while the boys are just sitting on the couch watching sports or whatever the hell yeah. they're doing and the girls are slaving over the kitchen making the food mm-hmm. serving the guys mm-hmm. you know one thing i experienced in like a relationship yeah. um when i would go to my ex's house mm-hmm. and we would they would be having like a family party i cannot tell you the amount of side eyes i would get because i wouldn't serve him a plate are you serious yeah what the hell? Because I'm not one that believes in gender roles. Yeah, no. Like, if let's say, like, if you're busy, like, legitimately busy, mm-hmm. like, yes, I will serve you. I'm not saying I will never serve you. Yeah. But if you're just sitting down mm-hmm. on your phone, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get up and serve you, especially yeah. in your own home. Yeah. Like, no. you're coming with me and you're serving your own food because guess what? You got two working legs and two working arms. Yep. Like, at the most, I'll hand you the plate and a fork. Right? But serve yourself. There's yeah. a big-ass spoon right there and some tongues. Pick it up. You're a grown-ass man. You're not a little boy. Yeah. You got this. Like, my mom used to tell us, I'm like, ¿Tienes piernas? ¿Tienes manos? ¿Puedes caminar? ¿Puedes trabajar? ¿Puedes hacer lo que necesitas que hacer? I'm Facts. like, exactly. And it's like, that applies to men, too, not just us. Yes. But, yeah, a lot of his aunts would look at me sideways mm-hmm. because, oh, how dare he not serve, like, how yeah. dare he serve his own plate? And there was times because, like I said, it would be his house. Mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't I would make him, but he would serve me. Yeah. Because, you know, like, whenever you're at somebody mm-hmm. else's house and it's, it's full of their family, sometimes yeah. you're just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so I would be like, hey, can you please, like, go serve me mm-hmm. my plate? Or, like, me sirves, me pones mis cosas en mi plato. And he mm-hmm. never had a problem with it. Yeah. You know? And he would go and serve me and they would look at me all crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, homegirl, but mm-hmm. he, he'll be fine. He'll survive. Yeah. We don't need to do this the way you think we need to do this. No. Like, it's okay to make changes. Like, not everything has to be exactly the same. Yeah. We're yeah. we're trying to change some of the toxic cultural ways 
that we grew up with mm -hmm, or have seen yeah to you know hopefully our kids are <laughs> yeah being brought up in a better environment uh, yes. as far as that at mm -hmm. least and at least not to recreate the same things that we went through that could have been avoided and then to like talking about like things that we want to change like in our culture like it's seen a lot like if someone like fucks up in the family um they'll be like written out from the entire family completely like they're kicked out and whatnot like nobody will talk to them and whatnot that's one i do want to change because like i get everybody makes mistakes but the point being like the point being is like we cut them out entirely as a way to avoid that conflict to avoid those conversations of trying to make everything work out and that's one thing that i do want to change as far as like our cultural doings is not just shutting people out from the family whenever they've like made mistakes like i want to be able to like give them an opportunity to be like hey like we can still work this through like yes you made a mistake and like it maybe like it was a pretty big one or whatnot but like people make some mistakes they're not perfect you don't have to be excommunicated from the family yeah but like we all got things that we got to work on it's just like and that's one thing that i want to change i'm like obviously i won't be able to change like everybody's opinion on that is in the family but i can do my part in it mm -hmm. and not continue that same route that same thing that we've been doing for like generations probably yeah so yeah and i think also it's not it goes into not only mistakes but also mm -hmm. disagreements yeah it's almost seen well the way i feel like it goes you can't even disagree mm -hmm. with like the older tias the older tios because it seemed as disrespectful yeah and you know just like bad mm -hmm. but it's just like we can have disagreements yeah. and not see things the same way and mm -hmm. be it's still be okay yeah be respectful to one another mm -hmm. but the older folks just i don't know if they see it as like we just have to bow down to them mm -hmm. but yeah and it's just like just because um like in a sense it's mis that agreeing with someone is mistaken as disrespect it's just like disagreeing in, with someone yeah disagreeing with someone is seen as disrespectful and it's just like that doesn't mean it's disrespectful like we all have our like our minds do not work the same like my opinions my point of views my ideas values everything like it's completely different from person to person and not just like in families but like everywhere oh for you know sure. especially so. us i think being like first generation mm -hmm. um i think sometimes they forget that we're just in two completely different worlds definitely because they grew up so different and i understand they have so many much like so many more struggles mm-hmm but that doesn't mean i have to continue the same way yeah you did you mm -hmm. know and i'm sorry you had to go through what you went through but we want things better for us yeah and isn't that the whole point yeah you know our parents brought us here or brought themselves here before mm -hmm. you know we were born or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. for us to have a better life yeah for us to have more opportunities yeah. and a lot of the times um when you try to do that mm -hmm. 
is when it's a problem. Yes. So it's like, in theory, they want us to, but then we try and it's like, oh, no, not that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we want uh -huh. you to have a better life, but on our terms. Yes. In our way. Yes. And we already have it mapped out for you. Yeah. And if you don't do it that way, you're not appreciating everything I did for you. Yeah. Yeah, because then um, I'm sure you, I don't know if you've heard that, that um, then what did I come here for? Yeah. What did I sacrifice everything for? Mm -hmm. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh -huh. <laughs> don't put your whole life decisions <laughs> on me. Yeah. That's super unfair. Yeah. And then too, because like the way that they changed their lives in order to make it better looks completely different to like how we're going to change our lives to make make it uh, better for ourselves and for like our kids or like future kids, you know? Right. And it's just like, it's going to be the same way for them too. Like mm -hmm. the way that they make a better life for themselves so it's gonna look completely different from the way that we do it because again everybody has different experiences different upbringings different values ideas opinions everything yeah and not only that but the world is so different mm -hmm. what they had to do back then it's it's just like, not gonna work now you yeah know? like the like way we, um everything is mm -hmm. jobs uh, money it's yeah just, it's it's a whole other world definitely it's so different mm -hmm. and um yeah it's just so different it is <laughs> like the way um to when it comes to like jobs like um or at least in my in my case like it was like you have to like choose one thing and go with it you can't you can't change. You can't change your mind. Like, you you choose it at 18 when you graduate. You got to stick with it, write it out. And it's just like, well, no, because there's things now that I know now that I didn't know back then. That's going to change my opinion. That's going to change what I want. And it's just like, I'm not trying to do a 9 to 5. I'm trying to, like, make something for myself, right. you know? Like, I'm not trying to, like, work until my dying breath like that's mm -hmm. not what i want to do right you know and i'm going because i want to make more time for myself more time for my family for sure. you know and so if that's the case that i want to do like by all means like my parents were like very very hard workers but they did work a lot mm -hmm. a lot and it's just like that's something we want to change yeah like, that's something that i i i have thought about a lot lately it's i don't want to have that same work ethic mm -hmm. as my mom did as far as having to work literally my ass off mm -hmm. to barely make ends meet yeah like if i'm working that hard i better see some bigger fruits coming yeah. out of it you know mm -hmm. and i actually had this conversation with my mom last night that um I just think it's a really hard concept for them to wrap their minds around. And mm -hmm. I totally get it because even when we were little, you know, 10, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. making money off of your hobby. Yeah. What? Like no. that doesn't happen. That doesn't. No. Yeah. Like if you're an artist and you're going to make money, it's because you're like one in a million. Yes. Now mm -hmm. it's like there's so many different um artists everywhere. Yeah. And like so many different ways to do it. Mm -hmm. Um. And that I'm so thankful that I was born in the era that I was born in because mm -hmm. the possibilities are endless yes. with no matter what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much you can do. Like you can have passion, you can have hobbies and there is a way for you to find to make money off of it. Yeah. It may not be the easiest at first mm -hmm. with like anything, but it's possible. Yes. If you find the ways it can be possible if you yeah. continue with it and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really dope. Yes. And I do love that too. Yeah. Like, and this is one of the things, um, mm -hmm. podcasting. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like 
like I said, a few years ago, this is like, no, like mm-hmm. what? But now with the way the world is, I feel like we're able to do something this fun mm-hmm. and therapeutic. Yes. <laughs> because this is one of those, you know, girl talk sessions that you just need to get your head clear, to yeah. get things off of your chest. Mm-hmm. And when I first thought of this idea, I was so excited for those reasons. Yes. You know? Oh my gosh. Because too, like whenever we have our conversations like outside of the podcast, it's just like the conversations that we have sometimes is just like they're so like freaking entertaining it's just like and we go so deep into it we we all have like we'll start off with one conversation and trail off to like 50 million other ones oh my gosh just- yes so <laughs> it has actually been really hard to stay on topic yes. not gonna lie for these episodes but we also don't want to take you uh on a trip around the world yeah and then you'd be like okay wait what were we talking about yeah <laughs> So we're trying, we're trying. Yes. But, but yeah. I think that's a good note yes. to leave it on. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, like, comment, and share. All that good stuff. Also, let us know in the comments what your experiences are and how they may be the same or different from ours. And you can also find us on all socials at the Puff Lounge Podcast. And we'll see you back here next week for the next episode. Bye. Bye. I love that. (laughs) Came out so good.